Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome as we continue our current study, The Presence of God, Part 7. And that title is going to be The Divine Blueprint for His Presence. Our scripture last time reads, And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee. Exodus chapter 25 verses 8 through 9, and also verse 22. Remember that song? Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. And with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Anyway, moving on. We left off last time taking a look at the sanctuary slash tabernacle the Lord God spoke to Moses to have built. And I'm going to pick up where we left off in the tabernacle, speaking about the tent of meeting. Not only did it consist of the holy place and the holy of holies, which was separated by a veil, it was a close and intimate place for fellowship and communion. Here in the holy place and, and in the tabernacle itself, the focus was distinctively upon the presence of the Lord. Also, it demonstrated that as we draw nearer to God, he draws nearer to us. Now, let's talk about the holy place. It was the first compartment within the tent of meeting. This part of the holy place housed three sacred instruments that were spiritually significant when approaching the presence of the Lord. And those three things were the golden lampstand, the table of showbread, and the golden altar of incense. The golden lampstand offered light within the tent. It pointed out several significant objects when drawing closer to his presence. The lampstand was made of pure gold and it was to be filled continually with pure olive oil. The lampstand expressed the nature of God as light. In his presence, his light is declared. We find that according to 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. 
God is holy. He's perfect in all his ways. He's righteous and true. He is the father of lights and good and perfect gifts flow from him. James chapter one, verse 17. Boy, when I think about that, I can only imagine. As the priest entered the holy place, the lampstand stand would, would radiate light and would direct their path into the fellowship of his presence. Psalms 119 verse 105. And it would illuminate the way of life. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 23. His light or the light of God is fundamentally necessary to enlighten one's understanding and to give knowledge of the riches of his glory and his grace. His light shows the path that leads to satisfaction, contentment, and wholeness. His light, God's light, was vital for the priest to see and partake of the showbread. His light, God's light, showed the way through the veil to enter the holy of holies. Now, please note that the lampstand required daily maintenance. I said daily maintenance. The priests were obliged to keep it filled with oil. And I think about the 10 virgins, five were wise and five were foolish. And the wise one kept their lamps filled with oil. So the priests were obliged to keep it filled with oil, trimmed and burning brightly continually before the Lord. When coming before the presence of a holy God, daily preservation was needed that there were to be no hindrances to devotion or fellowship. Continuous care was imperative because the light lampstand, the light from the lampstand, <laughs> here I go again trying to get these words out, because the light from the lampstand dispel the darkness that blinds and makes it hopeless to see the glory of God. It's the inability to see his glory. The lampstand in providing light was a constant reminder of God's presence. And next to the lampstand, there was the table of showbread. It was positioned across from the lampstand. The table was set continually before the Lord with 12 bread cakes, along with all its complimentary utensils. The table of showbread itself revealed that the Lord's God, the Lord God's presence provides both spiritual and natural nourishment as well as satisfaction. Demonstrating that there is sustaining life that only comes directly from God. So it provided spiritual, physical food, as well as satisfaction. 
Man cannot live only by natural food, but the life of the spirit of man depends upon spiritual bread to fuel it. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. According to the divine blueprint, the Lord's presence is there, standing, giving a, a standing ovation, uh, a standing invitation, rather. Not ovation, but a standing invitation to come and dine with him. The priests feasted on the showbread, expressing the spiritual need to daily consume the bread that God provides. Consuming this bread daily. And I think that's the problem with most Christians is that we're so busy. So many errands to run and so many things to take care of and so many chores and responsibilities and hats and titles and woo, that sometimes we don't have the time to consume the bread. God said, any man eats this bread shall live. So the the fe- the priests feasted on the showbread, expressing the spiritual need to daily consume the bread that God provides. Consuming the bread daily, that bread is his word. And, and the Bible shows us that consuming his word satisfies the innermost longings and needs. So it's important. We need to eat. We need to eat physically, but we also need to eat spiritually. And when we feed on the bread spiritually and we feed ourselves spiritually, you know what? God also takes care of the natural part where we he puts food on the table, as it were. So he satisfies us. Finally, in the holy place. Because we, we now on that last piece of furniture. Finally, because we had the lampstand, the table of showbread. Now, finally, in the holy place, there was a golden altar of incense. It was positioned in front of the veil that led to the Holy of Holies. The priests burned incense before the Lord on it twice a day and once a year on uh, the Day of Atonement. An atonement was made upon the horns of the altar. It symbolized prayer and intercession. The incense that the priest burned would render smoke that rose up toward heaven before God. A sweet smelling sacrifice. The Bible compares that smoke to the prayers of all the saints. Revelations chapter 5, verse 8, and also Revelations chapter 8, verses 3 and 4. The Bible says that there is a censer or container. Censer is C-E-N-S-O-R or container in heaven with your name on it. There's one in heaven with my name on it. There are censers in heaven with the names of all the saints on it. And it's filled with your prayers. 
The Bible says that it's even filled with your tears. Even your tears are precious. And just like that bread, your prayers, like the bread that cast upon the waters, one day in due season, if you don't faint, God is going to cast an answer. He's going to answer those prayers upon the waters and it's going to come back on every wave. One day God's going to, he's already given us an answer to those prayers. The word of God tells us that, that his promises are yes and amen. So as we pray and we wait on God, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't mind waiting. Don't mind waiting. Don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't. I don't mind waiting, 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 Jesus. Waiting on you, Jesus. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. And the Bible tells me and promises me that someday I'm going to see the manifestation of those prayers. It might be within a minute. It might be within an hour. It might be within days, weeks, months, years. But God is faithful that promised. And those prayers will come back home on every wave. Prayer is a vehicle, just like in the Garden of Eden, for you to walk and talk with the Lord in the cool of the evening or the day. To pour out your souls, your, 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 your soul's desire, your yearnings, your petitions, your supplications, your devotions before him. Just like Adam and Eve did when they walked in the garden with him in the cool of the evening. That's what our prayers are like. God actively sees and listens and answers. Come to God in secret prayer at the altar of incense, and he will meet you right there. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you're at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.